You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. If you're looking to improve the performance and return on investment of your marketing, then you've tuned in to the right podcast. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this marketing-focused podcast, and it's really nice to have you tuning in to this episode. Last time, we talked about the types of affiliates you can use to drive full price sales, how to communicate with them and the type of promotions to put together. This time, we are getting into how you actually find affiliates to work with, because just putting live an affiliate account on a network doesn't necessarily bring you a whole load of people who are ready to drive you traffic and sales. So in today's episode, we are getting into how you find affiliates and our guest, Um, runs a company who are all about helping you find affiliates and making that process easier. We are talking in this episode about how you use his software. We're also going into multiple other ways you can go about finding affiliates. And we talk quite a bit about the way it can pay off to have an integrated approach with your SEO team, with your PR team, with your influencer team, and how all that comes together. So there's a lot we're covering here, lots and loads, some amazing um, advice in the uh, the insider tips round at the end too. We're just about to meet today's guest, but before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform for brands of all kinds and sizes. Whether you're an entrepreneur just starting out or you're part of a marketing team at a multinational brand, Klaviyo will give you everything you need to create memorable marketing moments, building customer relationships that keep shoppers coming back time and time again. Get started with a free account today. Visit klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with affiliate marketing expert, Chris Tragett. Chris is the CMO of Publisher Discovery and has been in the affiliate industry for over 20 years, including being part of the team that launched the Buy At Network. He's also on the PMA board of directors and is a highly respected voice in the industry, always trying to find ways to help retailers improve their affiliate marketing performance. It is an absolute pleasure to have him here on the show. Hello, Chris. Hello, Chloe. Thanks for having me. Uh, It's great to have you here. I think between us, we've been plotting getting you on a podcast for two or three years now. So um, it's it's good to finally make it happen. Indeed, yes. I think it's from one of those strange events. uh, What's it? A a live affiliate event? I think something like that. Yeah. (laughs) They don't happen. Haven't happened for a year. (laughs) It was one of the ones next to the Thames, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. Remember? Yeah, Mm -hmm. a while a while back now. Um, But how? Let's go back even further. How did you end up in affiliate marketing? Well, I suppose it was by accident more than anything. Um, Back in the 90s, um, I was working with a a design agency that worked mostly for people like Procter & Gamble and stuff like that. And they wanted a website, a web page for their uh, Pringles Loudest Crunch uh, so we put that together, realized it wasn't that difficult and we could make an absolute fortune making websites. So I got involved in the website of things and selling websites. Um, for one of my projects for, I think it was GE or part of GE, um, I needed some heavyweight data stuff doing. was introduced to a chap called Dr. Steve Brown, who I met on a roundabout in Egham in Surrey, went to the meeting, got the contract, very nice. Um, a while after there, I discovered that Steve was running this 
Perfiliate, which was all about using kind of linking for raising money for charities, which ended up as Perfiliate.com, which ended up as Buy.at, which was one of the early networks about the same, started about the same time as AWIN. Um, and I ended up, um, through a quirk of fate, contacting Steve's office saying, I'd be interested to know a bit more and um, ended up working there. So I was one of the first four people. And uh, I think at the end of my first week, I spent, I was on my own in an office in uh, in Pink Lane in Newcastle, um, realising that it's not all it was cracked out to be. It's not quite the glamour place. But there you go. Rolling forwards, several years later, um, we sold Biat to AOL um, for a not inconsiderable sum, which is thank you very much, AOL. And that ended up morphing into a big chunk of what ended up as AWIN. Um, I think most of the big clients that I'd won at Biat ended up as AWIN clients, people like John Lewis, Marks and Spencer, most of the mobile phone networks, quite a lot of gambling stuff. So um, it's huge. Sky TV is not another big client I'd I won. So yeah. after that, I spent a year and a half growing a program in the web hosting sector. So I went client side to see how hard it was. And my experience kind of looking for partners for Biat and then growing a program really taught me that um, actually finding affiliates is damned hard. So, so yeah. that's kind of where that's that was my kind of uh, baptism of of more fire than than I'd wished for. Um, actually, doing it at the sharp end for a client. Is that finding it so hard? You're like, actually, what the world doesn't need now is another affiliate network. What it needs is a way to find affiliates. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, I mean, we talked briefly after by that, but I, I didn't really want to go back into the tracking side of things. It was very busy. A win had grown hugely. Um, some like DGM had gone to the wall. Um, CJ was strong. Trade Double was strong, and there was a, quite a lot happening in affiliate. Um, so I, th- I wanted to get a bit of experience client side anyway. Um, so I, I did that. But it was that's the thing which actually made me think. Actually, this is tough stuff. And so I did a bit more consultancy after that. But while I was doing that at, um, at Easy Space Web Hosting. I got another phone call from Dr. Steve Brown, strangely enough, and um, ended up working for him at a company called Linkdex, mm-hmm. which is an SEO consultant, uh, SEO platform. And having worked there selling to SEO agencies, I realized actually with this platform, we could find affiliates. So that was the first iteration of publisher discovery that um, as part of Linkdex, we created Linkdex publisher discovery, monstrously SEO based tool. Um, You had to know which network you were indexing and you had to know which program ID number. So Tesco's on trade double was P equals 898. And yeah, um, Marks and Spencer's (laughs) was um, 1402 on AWIN. So yeah, I'm geeky as that. I know all that stuff. So still, um, (laughs) so you had to know that. So it was massively manual, not massively scalable, but we had some very big clients around the world like Apple, um, CJ and a few others. So so you had enough there to sell it to a few people to fund the development and to prove that it worked as a way of finding affiliates. Exactly, yeah, and it and it was, and it was a, it was about not just looking for links, which when I'd started way back was uh, with Biat and then uh, with Easy Space, it was looking for 
basically mining your keywords in Google and, and search engines, uh, trying to find websites that, that ranked for it because they would have traffic for it. And therefore, if they got keywords, then it's worth your while trying to piggyback them, give them a bit of money for their traffic. And uh, um, But yeah, it's um, actually kind of working out the linkages and who's linking to whom makes it much easier. So had I been at Easy Space still and had that list from LinkedIn publisher Discovery, as it was, um, of all the one-on-one -on -one internet or GoDaddy affiliates, because we knew they were linking via an affiliate network, that would have made, made life easy. So that's the kind of, that was the fire in the belly, which made it really worthwhile pursuing hard. Yeah, because it, it is one of those things that it's quite hard to find affiliates, simply because websites don't tend to have a flag on them that says, yes, I'm an affiliate, <laughs> as, you, as you go around them. So you can... You can, and I've certainly done it and had teams that have done it, is you can spend a lot of time contacting sites, but it ends up being a handover to the SEO team or a handover to the influencer team, and it's not technically affiliates. There ends up being a lot of kind of duplicated activity. There is, and I think that's that's a mix of things. In part, it's a, a lack of understanding amongst most marketing people, CMOs and whatever. Um, and they think affiliate is some kind of special source. In reality, it's somebody with a website. And there are, if you think of it as a long gray scale from um, from one end, you've got Kardashian who earns squillions just for mentioning somebody's brand name right through to the other end where they're kind of doing hardcore lead gen um, using email lists of 7 million plus to try and get 0 0.001 percent response um it's a huge huge long gray scale and so even back in 2003 four the big affiliates back in those days things like shopperuk.com and um i'm trying to think of some of the other names oh um greasy palm um to actually get featured on their page you'd have to pay a tenancy fee um to be above the fold on the first front page for a client so clients back then were paying basically influencer fees for for volumes so yeah um it's nothing new um and the fact that the word influence has been panned around it makes sense in some sectors fashion certainly technology certainly as well because somebody reviewing who is influential can have a big effect on a, on a brand. So yeah, um, you've got those kind of fees, fixed fees, and you've got the affiliate stuff, which is totally or almost totally um, performance driven. But then you've got kind of affiliate as a term is also then banded around um, lead generation. So you get lead gen affiliates, but then you also have these multi-level marketers are also going to jump on the affiliate name bandwagon. And there's all sorts of crap happening, particularly in the US market and Israeli market, I would say, and Russia certainly, but everything happens in Russia. Um, so, yeah, just affiliate as a term is misunderstood massively. So if you think of affiliate marketing or partner marketing, performance marketing, they're all the same thing. But all it is is describing a model, not a channel. And the problem is most marketing people still think, oh, that's a channel and SEO is a channel. You'll find some of the best SEOs are the people on your affiliate program because they're actually outranking you for your main keywords. So actually thinking in terms of affiliate as being a payment model, which runs across all channels, including paid search and everything else. Um, that way you can run a really integrated marketing team with very, very good inbound that actually works. And your attribution works then because you're understanding where things are happening, where the touch points 
going through the funnel for your customers are. Sorry, I'll uh, end, end my rant. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, it's um, you raise a number of interesting points there because I think it, it is one of those challenges at the moment. Is we we end up inside an e-commerce business thinking in terms of that's the SEO team, that's the affiliate team, that's the influencer team, maybe that's the partner team. And I, I can just imagine if you keep them siloed like that, each of them are identifying amazing prospects for the other one, but jettisoning them into the ether because they don't tick the right box for what that person's looking for. So I think that integrated approach is absolutely key. So I'm going to rephrase the next question I was going to ask of you, Chris, to kind of take into account that integrated nature. I think let's let's have the integrated as a given as we go through the rest of our chat. Okay. How, if you were working client side right now, would you start to approach the challenge of finding affiliates to uh, to promote your products? I would probably think in terms of audiences, and I think that's the, the the start point of anything. So way, what you can get with different looking at different models of payment is you get different people's motivations in the publishing, you know, different publishers with different motivations. Um, and the influencer and the review ones are about their content, whereas the the guys on the lead gen are all about just the numbers, scores on the doors and making, making a buck. Um, and it's about looking at the way your audiences are being uh, being communicated to. So you need to think about what messaging you're going to be putting through an influencer for your product, uh, your widget. Um, or if you just want to shift a lot of widgets, I would probably separate out via a lead gen guy just to hit your monthly numbers and let him slam his millions of email addresses and get the 1% response or less. Um, so actually think about that. Think about the audiences that are overlapping as well. So if you're looking for people about particular, if you've got a set of keywords that are important and say with web posting you've got things like start a new website which is more aimed at the kind of the blogger new um, e-commerce business but then you've also got the experts such as talking about cpanel and um and you know kind of secure socket layers and all those kinds of things and so they're totally two totally different audiences both of whom can buy your product and actually think about looking at those audiences and how you deal with them uh, it's all about messaging so first off, we we should work out, are we going after the voucher code affiliates? Are we going about content affiliates? Are we going about the big volume affiliates like the email guys? And then once we've worked out which one we want and the message we're going to put to them, do we start with using the affiliate network, the software we're using to run the program? Is that a good place to start when we're hunting down affiliates? Yeah. So if you've got your program set up, uh, most networks nowadays have an internal recruitment system. So ShareASale does, Awin does, um, CJ and quite a lot of others. So it's very simple to um, search for somebody that, that suits you. Um, on Link Connector, for instance, we have an and Affiliate Future. They use some of our tools, in fact, for their internal recruiting. Um, but most of them have something similar where you can look for an aff the affiliates on the network that match your brand and what you're doing and you can just reach out to them because you know they're already promoting one of your competitors potentially or they have the same kind of audience so it's very very simple gosh it's probably been six years at least since i last ran an affiliate campaign um so 
Back then, we would quite often post a client's details on an affiliate board so people could find us theoretically and come and join us, or we'd kind of post announcements on the network. Has it now gone more to a kind of a cold reach out process rather than a we're here, come and join us kind of side of things? There's le- less of the, there's no A for you as, as was, you know, or um, um, there, was, there was also the, the, um, the US one as well, which I haven't been on for so long, I've forgotten the name of it. Uh, <laughs> but there, there were online forums, and which were, so the A for you forum was big in the UK and back in you know, 10 years plus ago. Um, and you, if you had a new product or if you had a new voucher code, you'd post on there. Nowadays, probably I would do something like I would post them in one of the LinkedIn groups or the Facebook group, such as um, Affiliate uh, Cockpit, um, which means that you can share share information about your pro- program, etc. Um, there's also odd things. There's a, um, a Slack channel for UK affiliates as well. Um, and there's also now kind of things uh, kind of on on all sorts of you know, clubhouse for instance there's affiliate events as well going on so you can join affiliate events in clubhouse um so it's far more fragmented um but i think probably if you're announcing one of the things i encourage uh, affiliate managers to do is to set up a specific twitter handle for their brand not as the brand so if i was easy space i would not do easy space as as it were i wouldn't post as them i'd have easy space underscore afs or something like that so you set up your affiliate one and all the affiliates you're wanting to reach out to um, i would then follow those follow them follow them because they'll get a notification that you're following them and are interested in what they're doing um, if they follow you back, you've got a chance for communication. But it also means if they follow you back, um, when you say, oh, there's some new voucher codes here, great deals. Um, let me know if you want to be involved in this special. You know, So you can actually use that as a as a broadcast technique as well to the affiliates you're wanting to talk to. Nice. So we've got using the network tools, uh, the Facebook and LinkedIn groups that exist in your territory where affiliates hang out, um, which is not what I considered, but is kind of blatantly obvious when you think about it. Um, so bad mark for Chloe there. Um, and then we've got Twitter affiliate accounts, which I hadn't considered Twitter as a good place, but that makes total sense as well. Um, is there still a role for Googling and hoping you find some relevant people, especially if you're after the content-based ones? Yeah, there can be for content, particularly if you're running an integrated campaign across uh, um, several models of, of working. Um Finding who's working on your keywords, that should be a given anyway for anyone, any CMO, anyone in marketing. You should know who's squatting on your keywords, who who's getting your traffic. So if you're number five, who's four, three, and two, and one? Who's actually advertising on there as well? So if somebody, particularly an affiliate site, is advertising for a keywords as of interest, you need to be talking um, because they will obviously be having traffic there. They're sending it somewhere, and if it's not to you, you need to find out why. Um, so, yeah, that's important. You will find affiliates um, using on your keywords, um, but you'll also find lots of content sites that which actually count for it. You know, particularly if you've got um, a, a busy sector, for instance. So the content sites might just be pure influencers and only take C, you know, CPM type advertising. You know. Google Ads, et cetera, et cetera. They might be interested in programmatic. They might be interested in affiliate, but you won't know that. I think 
what we offer in our tool, sorry, a quick plug, is that all the ones you find in us are affiliates. They know what the affiliate model is. And one thing I found doing the Googly bit was um, for easy space was 70% of the people didn't know what affiliate marketing was, or if they did, they thought it was something about multi-level marketing or or porn or whatever it might be because they they didn't understand it 15 years, 10 years ago. It can be um, time-consuming to have to explain to everyone what affiliates are. And it can also, you might accidentally um, dissuade a really exciting influencer partner by using the affiliates bit too early, which I guess is one of the reasons why we come back to that integrated approach for certain channels. And But I wanted to come on to what Publisher Discovery actually does, because if we if kind of if we want to accelerate and fast track our success and speed up our efficiency by only looking at lists of affiliates who we could reach out to then we have to go and find a tool like yourselves don't we yeah there's not many and there's two or three bits and pieces and um, some people entering the market i see with launching soon um which is qu- quite um good from our perspective it proves that we've actually um hit the right time so we've come into the market very early, six, seven years ago originally, um, and have a very developed tool and platform. And you're right, it's finding the affiliates. What we do is make it so much easier, basically. That's what it's about. All the heavy lifting is done. There's no more entering the right code to get the John no, Lewis no. information up. So you've you've basically created a big pool of affiliate information so we can kind of use, do we use you as a search engine that only looks at affiliates? Would that be fair? Yeah, I mean, with if I mean, any of your listeners are more than happy if they come on and get, get themselves a seven-day free trial and they can actually kick the tires themselves and try it out, out works. Basically, what you can come on is you can come into the system, put your vertical in, fashion or there's 80 of them so you can take your pick and pet food or you know food or um uh software or something um will then show the first ten thousand from affiliates that we find within your vertical that will be global um out of a pool of about three and a half million affiliates currently um we see on those sites, we see about 2.7 billion links going to just over half a million advertisers. So we'll find somebody for, that's useful for you. And you can then filter by country. So it, country filter is, is fraught with issues. So you, you'll find things that don't look obviously like the Polish site on a PL in Polish language, but all its advertisers are, are affiliate window and affiliate future. It's because it's talking to Polish people here. So don't discount the stuff you're looking at. So yeah, you can find those. You can filter it down, filter that down. So okay, I only want people with reasonable traffic and good relevance. And you can filter from 10,000 down to, you know, couple of thousand which keeps you busy for well, a couple of mornings at least um, if not a couple of weeks um, you'll see contacts you'll see which affiliate networks they're working with if that's useful and we'll also show you what other sites that are connected to that particular affiliate um, so you get a bit of visibility there and what their twitter is what their instagram facebook linkedin etc so we try and make it simple to find out all there is to find out in one little panel on, on our platform. That way you can reach out when you do reach out with an email, say, please join our program. You can say, I love your Instagram post about blah, blah, and liking your Facebook feed on this particular subject at the moment. It shows you're interested and affiliates are people. So, you know, 
Um, people like pe- people that are interested in them. It's the, it's the old dating thing, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> if you're <laughs> it if is you the- show you're interested, it is exactly. It's about a partnership, a relationship, and affiliate marketing is still people and relationships, and that's what you must have front of mind when you're doing this game. Yeah, and and the the best, I guess, in inverted commas, the highest margin affiliates, the ones which are going to bring you often the most core customers are the ones you have to build a relationship with because they are the more influencer type, the more content-based, the more review-based affiliates. And it takes work work to join them. And if you can imagine sending them um, a, an email that says, as Chris was just saying, says, I love your Instagram post on this. I liked your article on that. And I see we're both on the same affiliate network. So much easier than you sending them something saying, would you be interested in working with us for influencers, SEO, affiliates or something else? You know, you're so much further down the line of building that relationship. I think it's um, it's a really fascinating tool and well worth a look for anyone out there who's uh, who's looking to grow their affiliate network. Um, Chris, a, a, a question I think we have to ask here is if you are, you know, you're doing your searches by whichever of the many methods we've we've been talking about, and you found someone who is just the most obvious affiliate link to you, and they've clearly got loads of traffic they could be sending in your direction, but they only work with AWIN and you're on CJ. Mm-hmm. Is it worth joining up with a second affiliate network just to get a specific affiliate on board? Is that ever worth it? Because as a retailer, it's a lot of extra paperwork and often cost to add a second affiliate into the mix, a second affiliate network into the mix. Yeah, it's an unlikely scenario nowadays, really, to be honest. Um, There are very few and we see huge overlap. I mean, we're just doing a piece at the moment looking at the at the three plus million we're looking at. And there is massive overlap between networks. Um, and many affiliates are, you know, some affiliates are on 99 plus networks, um, yeah, literally. Um, I'm just looking at um, one of the views here and I've got one here's linked to 90, yeah, 99 networks, eonline.com, links to everything. Um, wow. And links to another one, links to 12, another 15. People tend not to be on a single network. If that does come up, though, then I would say that, yeah, it can be possible. Um, if you were doing that, I would probably go for the AWIN access, the entry-level version. Uh, so at least you're on the same network. You don't need all the bells and whistles if it's just for one affiliate. But most affiliates will happily um, put that because they can aggregate it in something like um, Affluent. They can just plug in all of their affiliate relationships and see all in one dashboard. So it's not too much of an issue. The only thing you need to make sure you're aware of is that you're dealing with attribution uh, of each sale correctly. So you're not doing double counting, those kinds of things. So, yeah, but that's down to networks to play with. Yeah, that's definitely one of the biggest headworks, head headworks, mm. headaches even <laughs> yeah. of, uh, of running yeah. multiple affiliate networks. See, all this talk has has frazzled my brain already. Uh, well, look, Chris, I think um, now we've gone into a lot of different ways that people can go about a- attracting those affiliates and finding them. Uh, I think we're going to pause for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the whole world of affiliate marketing. 
Success in 2021 means building stronger relationships with your customers. Last year saw a lot of consumers switching to buy online, leading to surges in new customer acquisition. So how are you planning on turning your new first-time buyers into profitable repeat customers? Well, that's what Clavio is for. Clavio helps businesses create memorable marketing moments through email, SMS, and personalised website experiences. And that is what creates repeat purchases. That's why Clavio, the ultimate e-commerce marketing platform, platform is used by over 50,000 e-commerce brands around the world. Get started with your free account today. Visit clavio.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O.com slash masterplan. Okay, Chris, so far we've gone deep into finding affiliates. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of affiliate marketing. So for the following questions, your answers can be anything to do with affiliate marketing, which of course does include finding affiliates. So Chris, are you ready for these? <laughs> Go for it. Okay, let's start with affiliate marketing newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their very first step with affiliate marketing, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? I think the main thing is remember they're people. You're entering into a relationship and this isn't something you can turn on and switch off um, as Marriott's probably found over the past six months when they closed their program. Uh, it's going to be a hard way back from zero up, back upwards once uh, hotels are back open. So, yeah, they're people. People have drives and things happening. So, yeah, deal, deal with people like that. And I think that's the, the key thing. Um, understand what they're about. Read their blog. Read their Twitter before you actually make the, the reach out. And then you'll have some something you can talk about and actually kind of engage with. I love the fact that every single one of our guests has either in this question or at another point majored in on the fact that affiliates are humans. This is a form of partnership marketing because it's so it, it makes it quite unusual in the numbers based e-commerce marketing method game. Mm. You know, it, normally we're talking Google ads or Facebook ads. but No, you have to be able to connect with humans to make this work. So I love your answer there. Okay, Chris. Now, once we've started, of course, you've got to keep optimising. So what's your favourite way to improve affiliate marketing performance? Two things I would say. Firstly, if you're finding two, three, four types of affiliate that are doing good stuff, they're great for your brand um, and your brand manager loves what you're doing with them. Uh, they're also great for sales. I would kind of uh, Find that sweet spot and iterate upon that. Um, yep, keep optimizing those. Um, look for similar publishers and not necessarily in exactly the same silo. So if you're in pet foods, um, for instance, doing pedigree chum or whatever it might be, you might find three or four chum affiliates who love dog food, but you might also find somebody who writes really knowledgeably about dog leads or, I don't know, places to walk your dog. So think about the same kinds of things there, but then don't ignore underrepresented sectors in your affiliate mix. So you will need a time where you want to use coupon codes to get hit your numbers by the end of the month. So build a relationship with a couple of coupon guys you can trust, not to just spank it. Uh, so yeah, um, find a sweet spot and just work with it. I love the idea about having a voucher code network in your back pocket. Because yeah. <laughs> you know, every e-commerce marketer should have something in their back pocket ready to pull out when you need to. <laughs> And we always called them sleeveys when I was working in advertising in an agency. So you'd have, have one up your, your sleeve. That some says, if you're short, you know, you sold an advert each week or each month. Uh, and they say, well, 
we're a bit full this month. So, yeah, I'll stick it in your sleeve for next month. So you'd always have a sleeve you can top your numbers up with. <laughs> I love that. I'm totally nicking that. I'm gonna gonna now make a list of sleeveys. Um, <laughs> okay. Um and I think at the top of that list should be a voucher code site. Yeah, um yeah. right. If someone listening wants to learn more about affiliate marketing, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Stacks of free uh, resources, I would say. Well, there's there's plenty of, of stuff. There's stacks of podcasts. I've just done a post, in fact, about um, podcasts, which includes yours on, on our blog, blog articles. Um, there's quite a few podcasts which are really handy for when you're out for your daily walk or run or whatever it might be. Um, so have a look at our webpage on that one. Uh, I would also make sure you read up to uh, – there's a, a few blogs. Um, there's Jeb Commerce, um, Jamie um, runs a fantastic um, uh, blog there. AM Navigator from Gino Prusikoff, who's one of the nicest chaps in affiliate, also probably one of the most active blokes, um, who also runs, uh, I think, lynda.com training sessions as well. So have a look at those if, if your budget allows for it. I would say um, also have a look at the blog post from Acceleration Partners, which is huge and global. It's very active in Southeast Asia at the moment. So if you're in the Australian market, there's a cracker for you um, and some very active people out there. So much so that uh, the girl who's running out there is uh, is also involved in the, um, I'm saying the silver bean, is also involved in the Australian affiliate um, channel on Facebook. So yeah, check out that stuff, uh, but also join your, join your Facebook and LinkedIn channels and just listen to what other people are doing. I love that. That's an excellent list. And we will add links to all of that in the show notes for everyone listening. And I have to say, I think the um, the podcast list you guys have put together is particularly fine um, because I, I often find it hard to find decent affiliate content on Apple Podcasts and that because somehow you, you, know, you get the stuff that's for retailers and the stuff that's for affiliates and the stuff that's completely irrelevant. So it's really nice to have that list. So, um, get rich so quick in 15 it. minutes, that type of thing. Yes. Most of it's about... <laughs> You get you get a lot of things you don't actually want to listen to. So so the hard work's been done for you all with that list. And remember when you're asking questions on, on these forums and, and um, things, the stupidest question is the one you didn't ask. So nobody minds a newbie asking questions. Very true. Okay, Chris, it's crystal ball time. What's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for in affiliate marketing? Wow. For the past 10 years at affiliate conferences, next year was going to be the year of mobile, but that's actually happened now. Um, <laughs> um, and also next year was going to be the year of attribution. And that's close. So I think actually in reality, with so much more maturing of the technologies around tracking, uh, attribution is becoming something that is more doable. I think it's been it's an attrition model that, that years ago people said, oh, I can deal with attribution, but when that's only when Google takes a percentage of its of its cut rather than get, taking the entire amount for the PPC. But yeah, attribution across affiliates is important. And the guys at the top of the funnel who are kind of giving you the fantastic content, they need a chunk of it as well. So most networks, AWIN certainly have, uh, Link Connector have, CJ have, an ability to give attribution of a sale to across across that funnel. Have a read of the network blogs and they'll tell you exactly how they're doing it. It really is fascinating. I would also say this past 12 months has been the year of lots of SMEs joining 
into and starting up an affiliate. Uh, nobody's coming through anyone's doors anymore. And so if you can get somebody out there banging a drum for you, then grand. Um, and that's really evidenced in the growth of um, some of the, the the networks kind of um, SME hub. Um, AWIN have got AWIN access. Trade Doubler have got their own um, entry level which isn't 5,000 a month to join. It's just a simple fee, no kind of 30% overrides, all that kind of stuff. So um, a lot of more, more happening. So there's a lot more SMEs. And the other thing is in the agency land, it's been a year so far and he's not stopped yet. Uh, and I think it'll carry on for the next six months, at least a year of mergers and acquisitions. Agencies have bought agencies and yeah, it's, it's all going to um, grow and grow there. So exciting time, exciting time. Excellent. Lots of lots for us to look out for there. So that's good. Um, Chris, we are very nearly at the end of the show. So could you please let listeners know where they can find you and Publisher Discovery on the web and social media, please? Yeah, um, social media, we're everywhere. Um, LinkedIn, Instagram, which I'm not very good at. So my apologies for that. Uh, Facebook and uh, Twitter, we have active channels on all of those. Websites, publisherdiscovery.com. I've got about five, six different versions of that, so you always find us. If you look for us under Publisher Discovery or Affiliate Discovery, you'll find us on both of those um, on Google. Um, I'm not sure about um, Baidu, and um, yeah, you certainly can for Publisher Discovery and on the Russian one, Yandex. But yeah, we're all, we're all over the place. Have a look at the website. That shows you kind of what it does. It's pretty little pictures which move around and show you how the app works as well. Have a look for yourself with the free trial as well. And I believe for those who are like, have take the free trial and go, oh my word, I need this. You've got a special offer for listeners to the podcast. Exactly. Um, so if you think the first seven days are something you can't do without in your life and you really want to keep keep digging and keep optimizing your affiliate program, then um, if you kind of retain the phrase master plan in capital letters, uh, so keep hold of that uh, master plan exactly as on this, and you get 20% off your uh, subscription for Publisher Discovery for the lifetime of your subscription. Lovely. Thank you very much for that, Chris. That's greatly appreciated. And thank you for being on the Keep Optimising podcast and being so generous, giving us so much insight to what's going on in the world of affiliate marketing and how to go about getting the best affiliates on our account. So, um, so thanks for being here. Thank you. It's an absolute pleasure. So there you have it. Lots of different ways to go about finding affiliates and a lot that's evolved in the last uh, kind of decade in terms of how to do it. Certainly in the last five years, I suspect as well. Um, I had no idea using a Twitter account was a good way of finding affiliates. Uh, those network tools have clearly come on a long way from when I last used them. And um, I think that publisher discovery tool, Chris's tool, is well worth checking out if you are looking at finding a few more affiliates for your for your network, for your account rather, for growing your business. You can get links to everything we discussed, including all those amazing resources that Chris shared, the full transcript of this episode, important notes and more at keepoptimizing.com. As part of my mission to help you improve your affiliate marketing, I've invited all our affiliate specialists to join us for a Q&A webinar at the end of this month. That's going to be your chance to get your questions answered. So bring those along. To be there, you need to sign up at keepoptimizing.com and join our webinar. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast and all the other ones I know you're listening to too. If you've enjoyed this episode, then make sure you check out our, our 
previous one, the last the one before this, with Amy from Webgains, where we're talking more, even more about what sort of affiliates to work with, especially if you're looking to maximise margin and full price sales. Please do tell your fellow marketers about the show because I want to help as many marketers as possible to improve the performance of their marketing. Have a great week and make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimising your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimising at keepoptimising.com. That's with an S, not a Z.